Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Pacers Pride podcast. I am Cody Emerson, and I am joined once again by my co-host, Tyler Smith. Uh, Tyler, I know you've been really busy these last few weeks with a lot of things that you've been involved with here in the community, but I know one thing that really has started back up was uh, high school sports here in Indiana are allowed to kind of start practicing again, and I know with you being the girls basketball coach here at Crawfordsville, I can kind of, I guess maybe it's a great feeling to kind of just get back out there with your girls and your team and know it's not ideal, but um, has to, has to feel good just to get out there again. I would imagine. Yeah, it feels great. I mean, it's obviously a, a little different. Um, there's only so much that we can do, but you know, I keep telling the team, you know, this is way better than nothing. So we can, <laughs> Uh, you know, it's every every time you get a chance to even grab a ball or, you know, take a couple shots, you're, um, you know, chance to get better. So um, it's good to see everybody and at least feel like it's, you know, somewhat normal. And, you know, hopefully the by the time the uh, October rolls around, things will be a uh, smooth sailing for the season. We're not sure what that'll look like, but at least we're, we're possibly on the right track. Always. I've seen local coaches here been posting photos and everything and it's great to see as a person who covers that sort of thing gives gives me hope at least that i mean we know what things are going on in the country but here locally we've done a i would say a pretty good job of keeping everything maintained so hoping that fall sports are still on track and then obviously for you and your team can move straight on to the winter and have another great winter season but Last week, um, I kind of rode, did a little solo episode, so and gave my thoughts on Victor Oladipo and his decision to sit out. That announcement actually came, Tyler, on my birthday, so I was not too happy with that. I guess that was my not a great birthday present from Vic, <laughs> but um, news broke yesterday um, from. Shams, Shams, however you pronounce his name, I apologize, but um, said that Vic is looking great at practice and there's growing optimism that he may play. So we're just going to, Tyler, at first, I'll let you give your thoughts because you weren't able to last week. Um, talk about your what you heard and what you've been talking about with Vic and his decision to just, we'll start with him sitting out. And we'll then we'll move later in the show to him possibly rejoining the team. So as it's in, as it stands right now, Vic will not be playing. So what did you make of his overall decision to kind of just say, I'm going to focus on my health right now? Well, I think if you're standing, you need to sit down. If you're going to hear this, if you're in the car, <laughs> buckle up. <laughs> I have some thoughts. <laughs> I've been, and, uh, uh Twitter's a place where tons of people took to their thoughts, and I know you were yeah. one of them as well. Yeah, I will say, so it's it's about 2 o'clock Eastern time when we're recording this. You know, news can break at any time if, uh, you know, if things have changed and he's going to play or not. But, you know, as of right now, it's more of a consideration. And, uh, you know, all, all that we know right now is that he's decided not to. Um, I just want to tell fans to relax, first of all. 
Um, take a step back, realize that had we not gone through the Paul George saga, you probably would feel differently about Victor Oladipo. But since those wounds are still fresh, um, you are probably still thinking about that. You're thinking that Vic is the next one. You know, you feel like I trusted Paul and therefore, um, you know, I, I'm going to um, be up over everything that happens for the next guy and they're all the same and, and kind of go that way. Um, now you can admit if you would like that some things that they're the way this has gone down, maybe you're not thrilled with it. There's a few things that happened that I, I wasn't thrilled with. I didn't, I didn't like how, um, you know, Pritchard and McMillan found out basically through the media. Yeah. There, there is some people talking about, you know, maybe um, there's a little bit of miscommunication between Vic and the front office. But when that happens, I don't immediately jump to conclusions that, Oh, there's, there's problems. Vic wants out. You know, I mean, there, there's so many people with their theories like, oh, he's only going to hang out with the Miami Heat guys because he <laughs> wants to play for him. And it's absolutely insane. I now this is, in my opinion, maybe the Indiana Hoosier factor plays into it. But I'm looking at Vic's entire career, him personally. He has done nothing in his career to make us not trust what he says. And at, at no point thus far and i could be wrong i've been wrong before at no point thus far has victor given any indication that he does not want to be a pacer right now he has said through agents that he wants to make the most money possible guess what that's every single athlete wants especially when they're 29 years old the only time an athlete will take less money or way less money is if they're at the back end of their career and they want to pull a Carl Malone and go to LA for a million or something like that to try to win a ring. This is his, his chance to get the max or close to it contract. Of course, he wants to make the most possible. That does not mean he wants to leave Indiana. Mm-hmm. All right. He also said he wants to win. Well, he, everything that he has said the last couple of years is he wants to win here and he, he wants to be part of a winner. And he believes they have one of, if not the best team talent wise in the Eastern conference. All right. And, and honestly, I don't think they're too far from that. I don't think they're as good as Milwaukee, but um, if he were healthy this year, completely healthy, I mean, we, who knows with the pieces yeah. that, uh, that Pritchard has brought in. So it's like all, all these things are going on. I think he wants to be here. I would be completely stunned if he's not here. The only way I could see him leaving, honestly, is if some other team blows the Pacers offer out of the water you know, and, and then you have these fans complaining about, well, you either have to lock him up now or he'll leave. The problem is him coming off that injury, yeah. both him and the Pacers want to see him healthy to see how much he is worth after that, both of them. Like the Pacers don't want to necessarily give him a max if he comes back and looks hobbled next year. So yeah. both, both sides want to see him healthy. And then I think you see the Pacers go all in, um, and then you'll have some fans say, well, I, I don't know if we should do that because maybe you can't stay healthy. But to me, it's like you got to ride or die with your guys and the Pacers in a small market. Vic is the guy. I mean, he, the guy was just in tears talking about Indiana a matter of months ago. I mean, he loves it. He just retweeted not long ago his comeback and how, how much it meant to him. It's like all this stuff you have to factor in. It's not just about money or his brand. And I will say, like, some of the people that have reported some of the stuff 
Um, I have nothing against them. They're great people. Okay. But some of the things they've reported have ended up not been, you know, not been true, but then mm. people take their very extra effect. Yeah. All right. So like, like the Indy star may say, Hey, the Pacers couldn't, you know, the Pacers don't care about winning in Orlando. And the second they said that, like the entire organization was like, that's bull. We want to win. We're working extremely hard to win. <laughs> well, then the sources say Miami Heat could be Vic's next team and everyone believes it. Like it's just, yeah, I don't know. And, and, the, and there's a factor that a lot of fans don't think about as well. When you have an agent that's trying to get you the most money possible, they want news to get out there that you may want another team. Even if that player wants to stay because they want to drive up the price as much as possible to get Vic the best contract as possible, even if it is in Indiana. So all this stuff, I know your original question was my thoughts. I went on a <laughs> rant there. Hey, no, I mean, <laughs> it's been, it's been a whirlwind of past week and a half to be a Pacers fan. You have sides divided and everything like that. And I think you made a great point was just telling everyone to relax. And I've been saying, I have a friend who um, is a Miami Heat fan. And he's kind of been nudging me a little bit with all this. And I I said to him this, I'm not going to believe any word that Vic is leaving or going to the Heat or any other team for that matter <clears throat> until I hear it from probably one of three people. That is Vic himself, I mean, or the two great reporters, uh, Woj and Shams. Yeah. Those guys know <clears throat> Vic, obviously. And then the two great reporters who have done tremendous work and have inside sources throughout the league. I'm not going to throw any journalist or website like you've mentioned under the bus, but you did mention those clickbait type articles that Vic to the heat. Oh, it's a done deal and all this. People just need to sit back. And until we hear it from Vic himself, Kevin Pritchard or Shams or Woj, just take that's back. not till a year from now anyway. Like he's got a full, yeah. full other season to play, and honestly, a, a season in which the Pacers, if they're healthy, could have a really dang good team. And him being healthy is much, you know, it's incredibly important for next year's team to be really good. Yeah. So everything can fall into place. I also want to remind fans that just last summer. Uh, or last fall, um, right before the season, DeMontis Sabonis said publicly that he was upset and that, oh, now I see what the Pacers think of me with their offer. And about two minutes later, he signed an extension. <laughs> <laughs> like, just because somebody's unhappy or something about the money did not mean they're they're absolutely gone and they're just going to follow everybody else. Yeah, You know, there's there's so many factors here Vic has done nothing in his in his career in his life to make you not trust him um I mean maybe he does have ties to Miami maybe they would entice him a little bit but another thing I want fans to consider how often has a prediction of a player to a team a year in advance actually come to fruition yeah, I mean, there were some rumors that LeBron would be considered considering L.A., 
but they, he was considering several scenarios. Yeah. Like how many times has it, I mean, even like, did anybody see Kevin Durant at Brooklyn? No, they all talked about all these different, you know, different possibilities for him and, you know, Westbrook to Houston. I mean, some of them happened quickly, but I've rarely seen like, oh yeah, for sure. In a year, year or two from now, this player is definitely going to this team and, and people are like, well, Miami Heat was like, well, at that time, Jimmy Butler is going to be in his 32 year old season. Um, I don't think that's a, you know, they got a good team and a good coach, but they're not necessarily going to be in a better position than the Pacers I mean, will at that yeah, time. They have a young and emerging guard in Tyler Hero. Mm-hmm. So how does Vic play into all? I mean, there's a lot of things to play in with yeah. everything like that. And I'm, like I said, until it comes from Vic Pritchard, mm-hmm. Woj, or a very trusted source in the league, I'm not going to buy in. And because, like you've stated, a few times Vic has done nothing but basically embrace Indy love Indy I mean heck he we when he did the this is my city that's that's the image or the thing that comes back in my mind when people say Vic is leaving I mean he embraces Indy like it's his own and talked about the Pacers core I was actually looking this up the other I think last week before I was getting ready to record a little bit and you look at the Pacers and their age Vic is actually the elder statesman of the group yep because uh, you have Sabonis and Turner I think they're both 24 I thought TJ Warren was a lot older than he is I think he's only 25 26 I could be wrong there um, Brogdon's in his mid twenties, late twenties as well. Um, so the <clears throat> Pacers have a tremendous young core and who some haven't even hit their primes yet. Yeah. I think we've quite seen, I mean, Sabonis has kind of started to mold into his prime, <clears throat> but I don't think we've seen Sabonis at his 100% peak yet yep. per se. So yeah, and I, I did uh, did yeah, want to touch on. So again, I was ranting, but the original question, um, I you know I put out an article in esportslegends.com just about the fact that I wish Vic would play, and I get the concern from fans. However, I also understand it. Yeah. And the thing is, and, and, and all these fans keep telling me that, well, he was playing and he was healthy four months ago, so why would he not play now? People don't understand. I don't mental... think he was healthy. That's my one. Yeah. That's... Yeah. I mean, even trainer said he was about 85 at the time. Yeah. So he was getting closer, but you, you're off for four months and no, he was not just sitting around, but you cannot, you know, imitate uh, playing a game. Even if you're playing pickup ball, you sit for four months and the, the nature of the Orlando bubble is something we cannot understand. They're playing minimum every other day, a game. Yeah. And in the playoffs, the highest stakes, the most pressure where you're laying your body out on the court every night, they're playing every other day. So there's already experts and uh, fitness people saying that watch out for tissue injuries in Orlando because of the nature of it. Yeah. So I do agree with some fans that, okay, maybe Oladipo should take a game or two off here and there. That, that would be my preference, that he would play. 
Okay. Take a game or two off in those eight games, maybe even three games. Take them off. Get ready to go for playoffs. But I just – I understand it. I understand the mental side of it, the barrier. You know, I've even just had a severely sprained ankle before. And, like, the next time on the court, just the, the mental aspect of it. It's hard. Yeah. It's a very rare injury. And, yeah, they may think, well, he's only caring about his next big contract. Is that a part of it? Probably. But you know what? Part of it is also I don't want to re-injure myself and I want to be at my best for my team next season when we have probably a better chance than this year. I mean, it's not just one thing. There's so many aspects to this. And there there really are. And kind of shifting gears here a little bit, um, what would – you talked about – from the Indy Star, they did come out with an article. I'm not going to mention a reporter's name, but they did mention that if, especially if Vic doesn't play, um, and maybe even if he does play, that the Pacers would be focused on leaving the bubble early, exiting the bubble early just to, for safety and all of that kind of thing. But my, my thing was, the Pacers have something to prove even if Vic's not playing. Yeah, yep. I get we it's frustrating because last year Vic goes down then and we don't have him in the playoffs. And then this year COVID hits and we don't know and if Vic chooses to focus on his health, that's perfectly understandable. So we really haven't seen this team at its true 100% what it looks like when it's has everyone healthy and everyone going and really, I mean, the last two seasons. So I guess what I'd be asking is the playoffs are meaningful regardless, in my opinion, because I think you have to, we've, we know the first round hump that the Pacers have faced and they haven't gotten out of the first round. We all know the story. So what are, how impactful are these playoffs, even if we don't have Vic, to maybe show – I think you brought this up in a, a episode that we did. Maybe it was our second episode or something. These these playoffs are impactful to maybe show a free agent, um, hey, the Pacers have a nice young core here. Um, they did this even without their superstar um, and trying to attract and maybe some more – some free agents. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's like it's very easy to downplay something until it gets here. It's very easy for fans to be like, oh, it's not a big deal. It's just the Orlando bubble. You know, like they don't really care as much. Once those games start, fans are going to be into it. Players are really going to be into it. Um, I think we'll see that in the ratings of, you know, people watching. Mm -hmm. And, you know, these are competitors. These are, I mean – they want to win, and like you said, they have something to prove. Um, at no point I – and mean, I think, honestly, the quote was misconstrued into, like, the Pacers don't care about winning. Maybe health is their priority, but, you know, winning is up there as well. It's not like they don't want to win. Um, but it, it kind of reminds me even, like, the last couple months when people are like, oh, I don't care if, you know, baseball comes back or NBA. Um, like, I won't really – I don't really care about sports right now. I mean, I, I bet most of those people are going to be watching. And then once it gets yeah. here, once it gets here, they're going to be like, this is cool. This is refreshing. I'm glad that they're playing. 
But yeah, these players, you put them on the court and I, you know, obviously I played at a much, much lower level, but I mean, if it was an open gym or a packed stadium, I wanted to win. That's just my yeah. nature. Now imagine professional athletes, you know, like, Hey, if we're going to go, if we're going to go to this bubble and they're working their butts off all this time leading up to it, you better believe they're going to win. Yeah. And my thing is, I, I think Pacers do have something to prove, regardless if Vic plays or not. Um, because talk about getting this team, even if we don't have Vic, I mean, we've this team played well all season, basically, without him for the most part, uh, for a good three fourths of the season, pro- probably. And Vic came back, I can't remember the exact amount of games he played. Um, but they've shown that they can go out there and compete with anyone. And I would hate for them to work all, work that hard and get this hard to do, just say, you know what, we're going to kind of fold the cards here. That would just be a little, I guess, disappointing. And I don't see that, I especially with – the style Nate McMillan would and Kevin Pritchard they don't seem like that's their style at all and so I just I'm really hoping the Pacers come out with hair on fire and looking ready to play in Orlando yeah just imagine maybe it's too optimistic but imagine you know Vic ends up playing and you know the Pacers end up being one of those teams that thrives in that scenario because as I mentioned on a previous show they actually had a good road record compared to like yeah. the Miamis and some of those teams. They'd go there and win a playoff series and then take uh, Milwaukee or Toronto to like a deep series. And, um, you know, Vic looks healthy and I'm, man, that would be fun to watch. And, and even if they don't get over that second round hump, uh, you have to show free agents and fans that, Hey, we're close. Yeah. And then maybe the, the talk about Vic wants to play for a winner and well, <laughs> We just took down Miami, so hey, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> and I, a little, speaking of Miami, I did see this, and I don't know if you saw this. Um, I'm pretty sure you did. Um, but when they brought up the practice courts, yeah, th- how ironic that Miami's and Indies was right next to each other. I know people were saying, oh, if they're practicing at the same time, you know, watch out for TJ Warren and Jimmy Butler, but... That was just a little – I have a feel, I don't want to say the NBA did that on purpose, but it kind of feels like it. Yeah, which leads me to believe, like, come on, people. They're not going to be practicing <laughs> next yeah, to each at, other at with the same time, yeah. strategy. And, you know, there's no – absolutely no chance. I mean, some things that I read, I'm just like, if you just think for, like, two seconds, <laughs> like, maybe they'd have, like, a shoot-around kind of, like, media thing together, but they're not going to be – full-on practicing next to each other, you know. Um, actually, I think it was yesterday I saw one, uh, you know, I won't say the person's name. And it's not a reporter or anything, but a fan who actually suggested that is Oladipo doing this on purpose to sabotage the Pacers where they can't get another player and then he decides to play. And I'm like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I – and that kind of brings me to one of the questions I was going to ask it. My whole thing with, and maybe you can touch more on this is I was a little 
confused and as as I think some other fans were and that's probably why they responded this way but Vic could easily in my opinion and I think other fans opinions maybe practice here in Indy um train here in Indy and everything and not go down there and risk his safe health and well-being and potentially of contracting the virus let's hope that does not happen by any means so if people were saying why would he travel down there if he's not going to play that's one of the biggest questions that i've i've personally been asking myself and kind of trying to weigh both sides of things um but i wanted to get your thoughts on kind of that proposed question well i think a report that i saw today uh, assuming it's accurate is actually you know, should quiet fans down a little bit, you know, the haters anyway. Um, it's said that the NBA um, wants to make sure that other guys don't just opt out just to get paid. Yeah. Um, and so they said Oladipo should probably not get paid. And it said that the Pacers were the ones willing to go ahead and give Oladipo a salary without really fighting it. So you know, for all those people saying, oh, there's friction in the front office and, oh, yeah. the, only, the only reason he went to Orlando is so he can make that, you know, extra $3 million and he doesn't really care. I'm like, I just, I'm, yeah. I'm calling Colin baloney on so many of these <laughs> hot takes. Yeah. And let's play because I'm not this. I don't consider this devil's advocate since as of right now, he's not playing. Um, what would some of the rotations look like because we know the Pacers out won't have Jeremy Lamb. He's out for the season. Um, so that would probably thrust um, people have been talking about either Edmund Sumner or um, Aaron Holiday probably into the starting shooting guard spot. What are your thoughts on maybe some potential rotations that we might see um, if Vic chooses to continue to sit out? Yeah, I think I think I like Aaron Holiday in that spot. I think I like him with those starters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can have, you know, I don't I don't always like if TJ and Aaron uh, play together off the bench. So you can separate them. You still have Justin off the bench. Um, I do think, especially if he looks good, you know, Sumner's kind of had a bunch of different bursts in his uh, <laughs> short career of looking really good, and then maybe not as much or maybe some health issues, but if he come, you know, right now, if he's looking good, as they say, then I'd be fine, you know, giving him, even if it's uh 12, 15 minutes in that spot off the bench, hopefully you're keeping the TJ Warren's um, out of foul trouble. Yeah. Um, and Brogdon out of foul trouble. And then, uh, you know, Justin holiday can play pretty much any spot that you need. So um yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting, but my guess is Holiday, Aaron Holiday starting Stubner with at least a shot uh, to play off the bench. Yeah. I Nate McMillan definitely has his all all coaches honestly have their hands full with rotations and stuff. I was actually reading a report today that says Brett Brown may consider playing Ben Simmons at the power forward spot and moving Al Horford to the bench, and I think starting Shake Milton. I think at the point guard spot. So we're all trying to read different rotations and the coaches I know are having a whale of a time with trying to get their rotations together. So 
one last thing um, before we go, Tyler. Um, if and this is for Wang, if he doesn't play, because we already talked about our record, our record predictions and standing predi- predictions. If Vic is playing, if he chooses to sit out, still, um, I think we both had the Pacers going around five and three in those eight games. Yeah. Um, would your record change at all um, if we don't see Vic? I think that I would keep the record as far as regular season at mm-hmm. five and three. Um, I do think there's a much better chance of losing that first round series if yeah. Vic doesn't play. Um, even though I know that the Pacers are fully capable, they were playing really well without Vic for a while. Um, you know, again, if Miami was a team that really thrived more on the home court advantage, I mean, they did wipe the Pacers off the floor at Banker's Life once this year. But um, for the season, they were much better at home. Uh, maybe the Pacers, even without Vic, could take them down. But, you know, I, that's kind of how it go. For more more of the playoff success, you hope Vic yeah. plays. But I'll stick at five and three either way. Okay. And think we're going to kind of wrap it up there. It's been pretty with – news heavy Pacers stuff here in the last week and a half and well we'll yeah go ahead we're getting I was just saying we're we're getting close for both baseball and basketball here and yep Uh I've always this whole time I've been excited but still like one eye closed one eye open of like please (laughs) like let's make please I hope they make it to the season and and then get through it once they get going but the yeah. closer it gets, the more optimism of this might actually happen. We might be close to getting yep. sports back and having a lot to talk about, and that'll be fun. We are – baseball's coming back, what, the tw- 23rd? From, yeah, a week from Wednesday is a couple games, and then the yeah. rest of the league a week from – or a week from Thursday, I think. And yeah. we really haven't touched on – Baseball. We touched on it in our very first episode that we did, so we may have to do next week. Maybe a baseball-heavy episode with no Euro Chicago Cubs fan and me, an Atlanta Braves fan, which is quite an intriguing situation to be in right now. We've had a few players opt out, unfortunately, but yeah. that could be saved until next week. And maybe by next week, we know if Vic is committed one way or another. Um, so we'll definitely have tons more to talk about when we do this again next week you can find us on basically every platform this podcast just search pacers pride podcast you can find us on apple itunes spotify anchorfm.com um you can see what tyler and i are up to on twitter maybe you want to you have a hot take that you want tyler to respond to or me i've been trying to refrain from it but if um i know there are those people out there who love to share their opinion i love to share my opinions but if it's just going to go back and forth between fan and fan and getting nowhere then i'm don't feel like doing it a whole lot but um, my Twitter handle is at Cody Emerson. That is C-O-D-E-Y underscore E-M-E-R-S-O-N. And you can follow Tyler at Tyler Smith underscore I-S-L. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the Pacers Pride podcast. So until next week, everyone continue to stay safe, stay healthy, and we will talk to you again next week. Sounds great.